Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. Carter, how are you today? I'm doing great as always. Just excited for another episode of Trivia Over Tea. Fantastic. Well, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Max. Hi, everyone. I'm Max. I'm a senior at Occidental College in LA. I'm majoring in diplomacy and world affairs. So hopefully there will be questions about things that are not the United States, because that is pretty much the only thing I know. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think you may get lucky today. Um, uh, thanks, Max, for being here. Uh, and we also have Nate. Hi, everyone. My name is Nate. I'm also a diplomacy and world affairs major at Occidental College. And, you know, I'm currently writing my senior thesis on uh, linkages between football and politics in Eastern Europe. So hopefully there's going to be some questions on uh, Eastern European soccer. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, and um, I'm drinking a special blended tea, you know, uh, uh, a rhodus from my uh, hometown of Tacoma, Washington, from a wonderful little uh, tea company called Mad Hat. Oh, yes. I neglected my tea. I have a mint tea here with me. Very good. Thank you. I have my Earl Grey in my Pomona College class of 2020 mug. So, got some water. Excellent. Well, Carter, always had to be different. Okay. Well, thank you all for being here today. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so, without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Yes, round one is our first general knowledge round, where you each get five multiple choice questions. And questions here, as you might know, are 10 points each. So just guess the right answer and get those 10 points. All righty, Max, you're up first. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Question one. Which of the following was not a nickname of King Edward I of England? A, the Conqueror, B, Longshanks, or C, Hammer of the Scots? I'm going to guess the Conqueror, as there is William the Conqueror. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. Um, Edward ruled England from 1272 until his death in 1307. Uh, he was nicknamed Longshanks because of his height and Hammer of the Scots because of the war he waged in Scotland, as depicted fictitiously in the movie Braveheart. Question two. In Gone with the Wind, the fictional Terra Plantation is located in what southern city? A, Charleston, B, Atlanta, or C, Richmond? That is a tough question. I'm going to say Charleston. Um, it's actually in Atlanta. Uh, the uh, novel and its film adaptation, though critically acclaimed upon their respective releases, controversially glorify plantation life and promote the lost cause of the Confederacy. Question three. Which of the following Canadian cities is not located on an island? A, Montreal, B, Toronto, or C, Victoria? Toronto. That's correct. Um, Montreal is on its namesake island and Victoria is located on Vancouver Island. Question four. This one's a Mason question. Oh, nice. What Italian composer was famous for reusing portions of his previous operas in his newer works, such as when he recycled the overture to um, Aureliano in Palmyra to be the overture for his most famous opera, The Barber of Seville? A, Rossini, B, Puccini, or C, Verdi? I knew he was going to do this. I told him explicitly I was not ready for the music questions. <laughs> I'm going to guess Puccini because that's the one I've heard of. Okay. Uh, it's actually Rossini. Yeah. Uh, Rossini, Robarbara, Seville. And finally, question five. Um, the Maharaja Mac in India is McDonald's's regional, regional variety of Big Mac that replaces the beef patties with what other meat? A, pork, 
B, salmon, or C, chicken? I'm going to go with C, chicken. That is correct, yes. All righty, Nate, are you ready for your five questions? I am, yeah, well, I hope. Yeah, barring a you know, Mason-level question in there, I think I'm ready. Well, I have to I have to evenly distribute the Mason questions because if I gave them all to one person, yeah, that would absolutely. be that would be not fair. So yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Here we go. Question one. How many 14ers are in Colorado? A 33 or 38, depending on the criteria. B 43 or 48, depending on the criteria, or C 53 and or 58, depending on the criteria. I'm gonna guess B on that one. Was that 38, 42? Um, 43, 48. Um, that was B. Um, it was actually yeah. C, uh, 53 or 58, depending on the criteria. Mm. Um, according to 14ers.com, a, a peak must rise at least 300 feet above the saddle that connects it to the nearest 14er peak. Um, there are five peaks that don't meet this criteria, but are on the list because they are named and recognized by the USGS. There you go. Question two. Which of the following states is not the birthplace of a former U.S. president? A, Hawaii, B, Maryland, or C, Iowa? I'm going to go with, ooh, I'm going to go with B on that one. That is correct. Um, Iowa. Uh, wait, are you going with Iowa? Wait, Iowa C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iowa? B. Yeah. Okay. That's not correct. It was B, Maryland. Um, uh, okay. Vice, Vice President's yeah, Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Vice President's Bureau Agnew is from Maryland, uh, but no president has hailed from Maryland. Um, of course, Barack Obama was born in Hawaii, mm. and Herbert Hoover was born in Iowa. Question three. Mm, the musical Rent is based on what opera by Giacomo Puccini? A, Tosca, B, Mad uh, Madama Butterfly, or C, La Boheme? Um, I'm going to go with A on that one. Um, it's actually Labo MC. Um, Puccini's a, opera premiered movie? in 1896 and Rent opened on Broadway in 1996 with book lyrics and music written by Jonathan Larson. I think that's it for the music questions today, if I remember correctly. <laughs> so, yes, that's it for the music question. There we go. Or at least of that, that type of music. Um, okay, question four. Which of the following states do not have a place named Springfield uh, in it? Uh, a, Massachusetts, B, North Carolina, or C, Texas? Ooh. I know one of them. Springfield in it. Such a big state. Uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina. Is that B or C? Um, that was B, and that is correct. It is North Carolina. Very good. Okay. And finally, question five. Which of the following wives of King Henry VIII was not beheaded? A, Catherine Parr, B, Catherine Howard, or C, Anne Boleyn? Was not beheaded to Catherine Parr, Catherine Howard. I should know this. It was just an English first century, but I'm going to go with Catherine Parr. That is correct. A. Uh, yeah, Catherine Parr was the last of Henry's wives, and uh, they were still married upon his death in 1547. Catherine Howard was the fifth wife, and she was beheaded in 1542 after being accused of adultery with her distant cousin, Thomas Culpepper. 
Uh, Anne Boleyn was Henry's second wife, and she was beheaded in 1536 after she miscarried a male child and was the subject of fabricated allegations of adultery and treason. So there you go. Well, that's the end of round one. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have Max at 30 and Nate at 20. All righty, and now it is time for round two. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, in round two, you'll each get five open-ended questions on the same topic. Questions here are worth 20 points each. If you go in wrong, your opponent can now answer for 10 points. All righty. So usually on, on this podcast, we try to um, make the second round um, about somebody whose birthday is on the date that the podcast is being released. And so in this case, um, this episode is being released on February 1st. And uh, the most famous birthday that I could find that is February 1st um, is one Harry Styles. Um, So um, I hope that you all know a lot about Harry Styles because you're both going to get five questions about him. Um, I should know a lot more considering that my girlfriend is a big Harry Styles fan. So (laughs) he's in it uh, maybe a struggle, I think. (laughs) <laughs> I was forced to watch the One Direction documentary at 10 years old, but that is where my Harry Styles knowledge started and ended. So we'll All see right. how much I remember. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I think this might go okay. Um, I, I will say that I had to try really, really hard as somebody who's not super plugged into the pop culture of today, um, had to try really, really, really hard to write these questions. So hopefully they're okay. I think they are. Um, anyway, Max, you're up first. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All righty. Question one. Styles' career began in 2010 when he was a solo contestant on what British reality show created by Simon Cowell? I think it is The X Factor. That is correct. Um, He failed to get past the boot camp stage of the show. Question two. (laughs) Uh, Styles was put together with four other former X Factor contestants to form what boy band? Oh, this one was a little easier than I thought. One Direction. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Um, the other members, of course, were Niall Horan, uh, Liam Payne, Louis Tomlinson, and Zane Malik. Question three. Styles follows a pescatarian diet, meaning he doesn't eat meat, but he does eat what? Fish. That's correct. Fish. Question four. In 2017, Styles made his feature film debut in what Christopher Nolan war film about the evacuation of soldiers from France in 1940? I believe that was Dunkirk. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Nolan claimed he was unaware of the extent of Styles' fame when he cast him. Uh, Styles' performance received praise from both critics and audiences. And finally, question five. In 2012, Styles dated what singer, who was a little over four years his senior? Ooh, four years his senior. Did I say that he was born in 1994? Oh, doing the math, I'm going to assume... A little over four years his senior. Yeah, anyway. Doing the math, someone who's close to a couple years older than I'm going to guess, Taylor Swift, who I think was born in 1989. That is correct. Yep. There is is speculation that they have both written songs about their relationship oh i don't know that yeah well one of my uh, songs of the year is style so anyway i wouldn't know because i don't know any of his songs but anyway <laughs> nate are you ready for your five questions uh one hopes one hopes okay question one in 2011 one direction released what debut single that reached number one on the uk singles chart 
Uh, is it You Don't Know You're Beautiful? Uh, yeah, the, the actual title of the song Are we is... Closing? Yeah, what, the, the title of the song is actually What Makes You Beautiful, but yes, that's the song. So. Oh, damn. No, but we'll, we'll give you credit because I... Yeah, that's, that's the song. Um, it's the band's most recognizable song and Styles still performs it in his solo shows. Question two. In 2012, Styles made an appearance on what Nickelodeon show starring Miranda Cosgrove along with the rest of One Direction? iCarly. That is iCarly. Um, the band performed What Makes You Beautiful on the web show within the show. Uh, question three. In 2017, Styles released what debut single that appeared on his self-titled debut album? I really should know this. Um, <clears throat> ooh, not Georgia. Carolina, is it, by chance? Uh, no, not that one. Max, do you know? Did you say the album was from 2017? Yeah. Thinking of my knowledge of Harry Styles' solo songs, <laughs> which are not, not an extensive list, but... Mm -hmm. Is it Watermelon Sugar? I know that one is out there. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, this one's called Sign of the Times. Mm. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known that one. Me <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> neither. This is the first uh, time I'm hearing about it. The, the song did reach number one, though, on the UK singles chart. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, question four. This one's tough, I think. Uh, Styles dated what actress and, and director famous for her roles on House and in Cowboys vs. Aliens after they met while working on the film Don't Worry, Darling? I thought it was this the Olivia would, Wilde, wouldn't it? That, that is Olivia Wilde. Yeah, um, they dated throughout most of 2021 and 2022. And finally, question five. In 2022, Styles released what third solo album with the lead single, As It Was? Uh, Harry's Room. What would you say? Or Harry's House. Harry's House. My apologies. Harry's House. That's correct. Yes, Harry, Harry's House. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for, it, it is nominated for the Grammy for the album of the year, and the Grammys are happening like, I think next weekend. Oh, as, wow. As we're, or, or it's sometime very soon. Um, so at this point, it's still. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the end of round two. Um, that was probably like the highest scoring round two that we've had in a very, very, very long time. <laughs> um, easier subject, though, I think. Uh, so, Carter, can you please tell us, uh, can you please give us a score update? We have Max at 130 and Nate at 100. All righty, now it's time for round three. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, in round three, you'll similarly get five open-ended questions, but this time on a variety of topics. And questions here are worth 30 points each. So if you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 15 points. All righty, Max, are you ready for your five questions? I am ready. Okay, question one. What interstate highway crosses the San Francisco Bay on the bridge that links San Rafael to Richmond? Mm, that is hard because I've driven over that all my life and I have never paid attention to the signs. But I know is highway is it Highway 80? I know that is out there. That is out there. It's not that one though. Uh, is that the Bay Bridge by chance? That is the Bay Bridge. Oh. Yes. Uh, Nate, do you know? I should know this because my dad has drilled this into my head. I'm going to take a gander. Is that 580? It is 580. Yes. Ooh. Very good. Yeah. As you said, 80 goes over the Bay Bridge. Um, question two. Uh oh. Where'd Carter go? Oh, there he is. Sorry. Okay. 
I'm going to grab a, a computer charger real quick. <laughs> okay. I'm about to buy. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you good? Okay. We'll wait for you. Right before this, I, I saw that there's the question about the interstate, interstate highway system. I was studying the map of LA. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. No, I knew that you were from the Bay. Yeah. So I figured it would be mm. better to ask about that. Um, yeah, I feel like it's interesting when you like grow up somewhere and you drive on the roads all the time. You never really pay that much attention to actual names. You just kind of know generally where to make the turns. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's, that's definitely <laughs> what I found in the two years that we've done this show. Um, mm -hmm. is that nobody really knows the highways that they drive on in, in the oh, places yeah. where they're from. Um, yeah, much to my chagrin. I was going to say, is your knowledge of Northern Virginia highways pretty stellar? Oh, it is. Yes, it's very, very stellar. Um, Since second grade. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've always, I've always, this, this is like my superpower is, oh, is nice. like driving directions. Um, and, uh, yeah, certainly for, for DC and LA, I'm really good. Um, so, all right. <laughs> we good, Carter? Yes, sorry. It's really draining my battery to run the scoreboard and have, you know, it's a lot to work with at once. All good. All righty, here we go. Uh, question two. Following the collapse of the Soviet Union, who served as the first president of the Russian Federation? I'm going to say that was Boris Yeltsin. That is correct. Um, he served from 1991 to 1999 and oversaw the transition, excuse me, of Russia's economy from a command economy to a capitalist one. Question three, what French explorer was the first European to sail down the St. Lawrence River and claimed what is now Canada for France? I'm going to guess that that is Jean-Jacques Cartier. That is correct. In 1535, on his second voyage, he came across the Iroquois villages of um, Staticonda and um, Hochelaga located near where the present-day cities of Quebec City and Montreal are, respectively. Question four. According to the U.S. Constitution, who casts the tie-breaking vote in the Senate? That would be the vice president. That's correct. As the president of the Senate, the vice president votes in the event of a tie. In the last Congress, the Senate was split 50-50, which required Vice President Kamala Harris to spend quite a bit of time on Capitol Hill. And finally, question five. In 2004, Wimbledon FC controversially relocated to Buckinghamshire and became what club currently playing in League One? I know this one, as it is one of probably the most hated cities in the UK, I'm going to say it is Milton Keynes. <laughs> uh, yes, that's, that's correct. Yeah, Mason, that was an amazing question. Uh, yeah. Mason has referred to that city quite a bit. I was, I was ready for that one. <laughs> uh, my brother's too predictable. Um, all righty. Uh, Nate, are you ready? I am, yeah. Okay, question one. What secondary interstate highway creates a bypass route of Seattle by routing east of Lake Washington? Oh, that's going to be 405. That is correct, yes. Question two. In 1918, what country, following a revolution that took them out of World War I, adopted the use of the Gregorian calendar? And calendar. That would be the Ottoman Empire. No, not the Ottoman Empire. Max? Will that be what became the Soviet Union, considering they were using the Orthodox calendar before? Yeah, uh, Russia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they were one of the last nations in Europe to adopt the Gregorian calendar, um, and it came in the midst of the Russian Revolution that ushered Vladimir Lenin and the Soviets into power. Question three. 
On February 1st, 2021, a coup d'etat in what country saw the transfer of power from a civilian government to military control uh, in what Southeast Asian nation? That'd be Myanmar. That's correct. Um, President Win Mint and State Councilor Aung San Suu Kyi were deposed by the military, led by General Min Aung Lang. Uh, the coup was widely condemned by the international community. Question four. The 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution gave the federal government the power to levy a tax on what? Would that be the 16th Amendment? Ooh, I know this is wrong. Alcohol? No, not that. Max? The 16th Amendment, you said? Yeah. This is a tough one. Can I say to levy tariffs? Is it an, an import tax? <laughs> uh, no, uh, levy a tax on income. Oh, income. Okay. Personal income. Mm. Uh, the amendment was in response to the Supreme Court ruling on Pollock mm. versus Farmers' Loan and Trust Company, uh, which had prohibited the government from taxing income. And it was ratified in mm. 1913. Oh, oh, later than I expected. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so income tax is a surprisingly recent thing. Um, finally, question five. Colossus um, Rodau, um, Olympus, Biakos and ASX Larditsa are Greek teams that play what sport? Oh, that's going to be soccer or football. Um, no, not soccer. Oh, water polo, actually. No, Max. Oh, my apologies. Basketball. <laughs> Max, you get to answer now. Well, I know Nate already said it, but I'm going to guess basketball as yeah, well. Is, is basketball. <laughs> yeah, um, that was an amazing question as well yeah no too cool. yeah the olympiacos connection always with particularly early league yeah oh, okay yeah there are some pretty iconic videos of greek basketball fans out there on the internet so i know there's they're passionate about that too. sport too yeah it'll be honest there's Giannis, and of course there's water polo ultras you know <laughs> but in greek sports in these days <laughs> yeah oh yeah this one was basketball at any rate, that's the end of round three. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have Max at 280 and Nate at 175. All righty, and now it is time for round four. So, Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round four is our showdown. Where you'll each get the same three questions, and questions here are worth 40 points each. So, we'll ask you to uh, make note of your answers or write them down. Just uh, have them written down somewhere so we can reveal our answers at about the same time. All righty. Max, Nate, are we ready? Yes. All righty. Question one. What American philosopher, abolitionist, and lecturer gave a speech entitled The American Scholar in 1837, which Oliver Wendell Holmes Sr. called, quote, the Intellectual Declaration of Independence? Okay. Do we have answers? I have my answer prepared. Okay. Max, what is your answer? I cannot remember his first name, but I know his last name was Douglas. Okay. Uh, Nate? Frederick Douglas. Um, this one was actually Ralph Waldo Emerson. Mm. Yeah. Um, he, he led the transcendentalist movement in America and was a mentor to people like Henry David Thoreau. Oh, wow. So there you go. Question two. On February 1st, 1960, a sit-in protest began in what North Carolina city and lasted until July 25th? 
I have my answer whenever okay. he's ready. Yeah. Yep, I'm ready. All righty. Uh, Max, what is your answer? I said Greensboro. All right. Nate? I also said Greensboro. That is correct. Yes, Greensboro. Uh, the protest was over the whites-only lunch counter at the Woolworth department store. Uh, four students participated, um, began the protest on the first. Uh, on the second, more than 20 students participated. On the third, over 60 were there. And then on the fourth, over 300 protesters showed up. Um, and finally, on July 25th, the manager ended the policy of whites only following nearly $200,000 in lost business during the sentence. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And finally, question three. The westernmost point in the eastern time zone is located in what state? We're talking about the eastern time zone in the United States, not in Canada or elsewhere. So just in the United States. Uh, do we have? I have answer? my answer. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, Max, what is your answer? My answer is based entirely off of a throwaway line in the show Parks and Rec, but I'm going to say Indiana. <laughs> okay. Um, Nate? I was going to say Kentucky, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, it's actually Michigan. Mm, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's in Ontonagon County along the shore with Lake Superior on the Upper Peninsula. Um, oh. Yeah, the uh, the four counties in the Upper Peninsula that border Wisconsin are actually in the central time zone, um, but this one is at the western edge of the eastern time zone. So that is much further west than I was imagining. Yeah, yeah, it's it's surprising. the The eastern time really zone is. is really quite big, um, and <laughs> most of Kentucky, or I shouldn't say most, but sixty percent of Kentucky is in it. The overwhelming majority of Indiana is in the eastern time zone, um, and Michigan as well. Wow. So, yeah. Well, that's the end of the game. So, Carter, uh, can you please give us the final score? Our final score is Max with 320 points and Nate with 215. Well, Max, you have won. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to say? Very surprised that my knowledge of One Direction was able to push me to this win. I was, I was pretty imp- shocked and impressed with myself, but I'm glad to see there was a couple Eastern European politics questions. I know that's the area where Nate and I tend to go a bit crazy <laughs> yeah well the uh the geopolitical and also just like general history and geography stuff it is really easy for me to write <laughs> um so that that made preparing for this episode a little um yes. easier than normal <laughs> so i'm glad that your areas of knowledge fell in that general realm <laughs> of um, course. yeah well that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, thank you, Max and Nate, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Mason Cook and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea, as well as our Twitter account also at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us on any of these platforms if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in in two weeks' time, and we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. So thank you. We will see you in two weeks.